We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bye-bye. Oh, you tripping. I'm out of here anyway. Please that. Shout out to Connor O'Donnell, who runs the... Twitch on 670 the score because it has mostly been since we were discussing Jay Cutler before the break it has mostly been slideshows of Jay Cutler and then Rex Grossman Mm. yes we got to see that so thank you to Connor O'Donnell I'm Mark Grody filling in for Lawrence Holmes other thank yous to Paul Sullivan of the Chicago Tribune, Josh Nelson of Sox Machine, Mark Potash, Potsy of the Chicago Sun-Times, and of course, Ray Diaz for putting the show together expertly like he does. Time now to bring in the afternoon show of Parkins and Spiegel. What's going on, gentlemen? How are you? What's going on, Grody? I mean, we're off early for for Cubs and Yankees. You're really making us not work today. Two oh six. My God, I knew it. I was thinking. Jeez, you know what? This, this is this, this is the show that will actually care that their show is starting late. Every other show will be like Molly and Hawk coming. Oh, we don't have to start till five oh eight. Sick. You know. Yeah, no, we, few, but we, you we guys, I we're, knew you guys would be counting this. We got stuff, man. We we got bags bursting with with ideas and 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 material. And we like talking to you. It's yeah. a, it's rare we get a Mark Grody. I mean, I'll do respect to Lawrence, the host. Because Lawrence, the band, was in studio uh, earlier today. Mm. It's a band called Lawrence, um, a host called Lawrence Not Here, fittingly on a day when Lawrence, the band, was here. But anyway, we like talking to you, and that time is cut short. So thanks so much. It's been fun, man. Have a great day. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, the natural follow-up? Well, it's kind of been today, it's been like continuous coverage on the score of Tony La Russa and intentionally walking a guy with a one-two count. It's justified, too, and I haven't really heard the other side of this spoken well at this point. Can I assume that you guys are in the same place that most of us are, that it's essentially a baseball felony that Tony La Russa committed yesterday? You know, it, 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 we, we had the chance to talk about it as the game was happening and then afterwards – and hear post yesterday and then talk about it after post. It's bigger than just that play. I mean, I think, you know, everyone's done the numbers out there and has dissected his logic from the post game. There's one of these every week. This is the most egregious of this year, but it is bigger than uh, just one mistake. It is a crazy situation that the White Sox and their fans find themselves in with a manager who is simultaneously the owner's choice and a completely made guy and also feels like a lame duck, like this is going to end somehow, right? I think this is going to end somehow and not well. 
and I don't exactly know when, mm-hmm. but it's not. It, it's trending really, really badly. I thought it got him. I don't know, Parco, if this will stimulate anything as far as a potential firing or change anybody's minds, but I do believe that it got them closer to that. And for whatever it's worth, I think that counts. I think the uh, there's a chance that yesterday moved the needle. You know, like I, I, I think that it's possible that there was enough smoke around that fire that people are upset because it was ridiculous. Like we, we talked about it in the moment. We were interviewing someone and then uh, Kim Coates, we were talking to the actor, Sick. and the interview ended. And I saw on Twitter, and I assumed that it was wrong because I wasn't watching the broadcast when it happened. I said, did Tony LaRusso walk someone with a one-two count? <laughs> and like, so then we were like kind of scrambling and playing catch-up. And like the whole thing was just very – it seemed so surreal. And then we spent like the latter half of the show talking about it. But to me, national media embarrassment, that's not going to matter. Local media embarrassment or pressure, that's not going to matter. But what about the players? Like, what, here's what we know, right? We know just from lip reading that Max Muncy, when he crossed home plate, uh, I apologize for Omar, the dog, who's still with us, um, he said as he was crossing home plate, walk him with two strikes, F you, bitch. Right? Like, we, we saw that as clear as day in, like, the 8K camera zoomed in on his lips. But then we saw Freddie Freeman say, I don't think I've ever seen that before. To on Danny Mendick. To, 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 da- to Danny, Danny Mendick. Who, unfortunately, had his back to the camera, but... I saw him was, smiling. I saw him smiling. Of course, there was a, there was a grin, because baseball yes. players can't hide from what the truth is <laughs> when they're talking right. through a game right. on the field. Right. And, yeah. and, then, and then, from David Schuster... He said that the Dodgers were laughing about it in the clubhouse well, post game. Cares? It doesn't matter what they're <laughs> saying. No, that's that so, is heavy duty. Yeah. So 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 if if two high profile players on the Dodgers are mocking it on the field and the clubhouse is laughing about it in the the clubhouse that benefited from it, what do you think the players who didn't benefit from it are saying? Like, to me, that is where this potentially, like, we saw with when Tony, uh, you know, talked bad on Yermin Mercedes and the team rallied around him, like around, around the player. Around Yermin and T.A. on the flight saying stuff into the camera that, that got onto IG about, you know, having Yermin's back. And stuff yeah, like that, but like, but the players back to your mean instead of Tony. Like there, there have been a few moments of splintering, but they've ultimately come together. But they were winning. Like if you take now a moment where the players disagree with the manager, and you put on top of it the pressure of losses, I think that's a scenario where it could get ugly, and he could potentially lose the clubhouse. And we have reporters. In the clubhouse now, yeah, which we didn't at the beginning uh, of his tenure. So you know, winning is the great deodorant, and we'll see what happens from here. But 
let the losses continue to pile up. Let the comments from opposing teams when guys are on first base or third base or whatever and talking to their friends in other cities and on other teams, let them continue to be mocked by their peers. Uh-huh. This could get real ugly real fast for Tony. Well, I, you know, having been a beat reporter for teams at various points in my career, I, I don't want to say this is going to be easy for the media to find out reaction on or off the record, probably off the record, about what they think of what Tony did, that specific move, but I actually think that they would be able to figure it out from from the players. Like As in, I'm wondering if stories will eventually begin to to trickle out about that because it is difficult to go on the record if you're a player, but off the record, that that's a different story. The other question, too, is... Look, some players care, some players don't. Some guys are out there, and yes, they want to win, they want to win, but really they're they're out just like all of us are. They're out to protect themselves. They're in a secure spot in their life. They're making tons of money. They're playing uh-huh. for the team that they want to play. Some guys don't care that much about it either, so they look at it and say, yeah, whatever. I, I am doing, I am, I'm working, I'm being paid very well for it, and I'm having fun. And, uh, yes, I think that is absolutely true. There are going to be a lot of players who will just say, no, man, Tony's cool, it's all right. And then they'll kind of snicker behind their back a little bit. Because you know they're going to be, as they were yesterday, and it'll happen, it'll happen a lot. They'll be on the bases, and other players from other teams will say, what's going on with your manager, man? How's that going? And they're going to feel that embarrassment and and. I don't know if that's going to register unless they go to someone, unless they go to Rick. But, but Rick Hahn is in a tricky spot. The day that Rick Hahn decided to stay on that job when Tony was forced down his throat is, is a very emasculating moment, and I, I felt terrible for Rick. A lot of us did. But he's clearly still in a spot where he's willing to be a general manager for a big league team who doesn't have the power to decide who his own manager is. Doesn't have the power for the guy. And, you know, Rick going to, to, to Jerry and saying it's time, I don't think that matters. I don't know that the players going there would matter if, you know, if it's not super strong and together. And who's going to lead that charge? T.A., T- mm-hmm. Giolito, you know, say, hey, guys, let's go and let's go and revolt uh, against our manager who's a Hall of Famer and a beloved icon of the organization handpicked by the owner. I, 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 don't, I don't think they're going to push. They're going to push back. I don't know. I, I, I assume that he will not be fired. Right, I, I assume that that is not how how this thing ends. But there's a lot of baseball left, man. Like, like this was a a crazy high profile, indefensible mistake. And we've talked how many times have we talked about speaks that like a baseball manager needs to speak an irrational amount of times uh-huh. before games, after games. They have how many games they got left? Yeah, it's it's incredible the amount of times. <laughs> And that's why I find myself thinking about that post game a lot from yesterday because he sounded bad. You know, he was obviously defensive and angry, but he also, as he has a lot, um, some words getting slurred, um, 
sentence fragments going on. I found myself feeling bad for him. And, and I wonder if there's going to be a component. Uh, and this is why I do think national embarrassment does, does matter. Not for the franchise, but for Tony. That if, that, that if there will come a moment of conversation between the two dear friends of Jerry and Tony saying, Tony, this is not how you want your legacy to go down. This is not... You don't want people laughing at you and you being exposed. You're just not quite at your best anymore. And it happens to all of us. And why don't we step away? <laughs> We're going to put why you down. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, like that's and so that's that's why I think national embarrassment could matter. And I know a lot of people don't, but uh, but I think it could because I think that conversation between Jerry and Tony is the only way this resolves itself. Before well, the well end of the season. or the other one speaks, I would say. What matters would be a Rick Hahn breaking point or to a more complicated degree, a fan's breaking point. But if there was a breaking point for Rick Hahn where he voiced his opinion or resigned over it or said, I'm going or he's going, Uh then action could take place. So I don't know. I think I think Jeremy Haber would step in as 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 your new GM. You know they'd 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 hire the assistant GM and 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 Jerry would would power forward as sad as that is and I think Rick probably came to that realization. It's just a hunch there. Wow, Rick's not going anywhere. Yeah, probably not. Right? I mean, you can't and you can't ask him to. <laughs> he sits through all the losing, and then he comp- he 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 builds this team that absolutely is capable of winning a World Series if they play to their potential and are healthy, and. What quit over principle or something like that? It's it, beautiful it's not, family in a beautiful suburb, and growing up in Chicago, none of that hurts either. Yeah, it's know? just yeah, that's that that's not reasonable. He just unfortunately works for a dysfunctional organization, mm-hmm. which and, is what they are. They, yeah, they, it's a, it's another example of really good team, really talented team, and Rick, good general manager, dysfunctional organization. Yep. Yep, talked a lot about that today. Do you guys have anything hilarious on your show today? Because this has been very serious. Our we like hilarious things. Yeah. J- John Sterling's going to join us in 20 minutes. Hilarious. Oh, have you oh, ever oh. heard a dumb broadcaster with a big voice say, you can't predict baseball? <laughs> is he really coming on? He really oh, yeah. Is. Sick. Oh. Yeah. Very excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Is Shane here? No. no. Oh. Oh. Oh, he's not. Yeah, he's not here. Ooh, he that was him. very uncomfortable. Is Thanks. something going on? No, no, no. No, no. You know? no I just, I, I was like, why is he asking? Oh, Our team yeah. is on the floor. Our yeah. team is on the floor, Grody. We're uh, good. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, because I just thought he wasn't a fan, but anyway. Yeah. Well, we oh, wanted him to book him. And a lot of people are. A lot of people are not a fan of John. <laughs> John see, that's John's got to be used to that. We'll ask. Okay. We'll ask. Okay. I mean, he's had people who aren't a fan of his for thirty years as he continues broadcasting for the New York Yankees. Joke is on all of them. Correct. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Steve Stone will join us at three o'clock. Stone so me. that should be interesting. And uh, we've got a lot more to do today, including uh, imagining some fun scenarios from the White Sox charity event last night, which was interestingly timed. That's where we will begin today's show, Grody. Gentlemen, it has been great. Let me not take any more time away from you on this Friday on The Score. Bye. All right, Mark. See you later. Tanny's Open kicks us off. John Sterling in 20 minutes. It's Parkinson Spiegel on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.